Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Chai Spirits Guys. I'm Parker, joined today by John. Hey everybody. And producer Jenny. Hey. And we're very nice. Uh, this is actually our first episode of the recording in the new year. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, everybody. And uh, we are recording this uh, a couple days before the national championship game, football, college football, between Alabama and hey. Georgia. Okay. Yeah, it's not a surprise. Anyone hearing this is probably going to... Anyone hearing this is going to know the result, probably. I mean, I wasn't thrilled. We all wanted the Florida Gators to be in it, Jenny. <laughs> no, as a Cincinnati Bearcats fan, I'm sad to say that we did not defeat Alabama um, to go to the national championship game. So I'm a little sad about this whole thing. But that being said, Alabama whiskey, let's give it a try. Yes. Uh, so in... Uh, honor is a strong word. But it worked out because we had this on the books anyway uh, for this month. So we are going to be trying some Alabama whiskey, uh, some Clyde Mays Alabama whiskey today. I've never had it. Have you guys ever had it? Um, no. I did once at the World of Whiskeys a couple of years ago. Where you have like a million whiskeys? Yeah. And this is actually the last thing I tried was Clyde Mays. So it was I tried 36 things that day and the last Whew. three of them were Clyde Mays. Yeah. So your, your palate was real pristine so at that point. I do not have a strong <laughs> recollection of, uh, of the details of this. So it'll be fun to try it again. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we're going to you know, try to release this one right before uh, the game, like the morning of, hopefully. So if you're rooting for one of those teams, good luck. Uh, like John said, go Gators. Uh, <laughs> Get up and go. Go Bearcats. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. I hope it's a good game, I guess. I don't know. I just want yeah. everybody to be, have fun, have a good time. Yeah. Or not. Sounds like you, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about Clyde Mays. So they're, they're kind of, motto is not the right word, but like their thing is distilled since 1946, legal since 2001. Now, Kind of an interesting backstory. Yep. Yep. John's looking at me like, what does that mean? I did give Parker the sink eye. What is that? Yeah. So. Because that was not during Prohibition. So I'm wondering, like, do they just not have a license? It's, this brand has a very interesting backstory. So Clyde May, the, the founder of Clyde May's. Former Alabama head coach? Uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> you would think so. He, uh, he served in the Army during World War II. Um, got a Purple Heart and a Bronze Star. I believe, I don't have it written down, but I believe he like commanded a 12-man rifle squadron. Um, you can say that back then. <laughs> I think that, yep. <laughs> um, but uh, he got back from the war after being wounded and uh, began moonshining in 1946, um, becoming the, mo- I'm doing these air quotes, most wanted moonshiner in Alabama. Um, but he was renowned for the high quality of his products. Is that most wanted in two, it's like a double entendre, like everybody wanted his moonshine, but I, also he was wanted by federal I, agents? I think that's what they were going for, yeah. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I see, like that. I see what you're doing, so, Clyde. <laughs> so he spent um, decades um, as a moonshiner, um, He, but, he, but again, he was very big on high quality products. So he would spend the extra time, spend the extra money on good equipment. Parker, have you ever met a moonshiner? They're always into their own product. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> I'm telling you. But yeah, his whole deal was he like, was... Like a lot of them are sharing it with their buddies. A lot of know? them, that's the only thing they drink. Yeah. But uh, real high quality stuff. Like he was living on making this stuff. Um, if you know a moonshiner who doesn't drink his own stuff, don't drink their stuff. Well, yeah, that'd be weird to not... That they didn't drink their own like stuff. Like if you're yeah. doing it, that's the purpose. Right. Yeah, to produce oh. your own booze. He did eventually um, spend eight months in federal prison. As one does. In 1973, uh, before being paroled, 
uh, a result of operating outside the state whiskey laws. So he d- would not conform to the the laws of the state when it came to making whiskey. Alabama. He's lucky he only got eight months. Strict, strict whiskey state, apparently. Yeah, and, ev- and eventually they uh, they got him. Um, as soon as he got out, he started making his next still. So he was uh, right back at it. <laughs> um, after his death in 1990... Uh, Clyde's son, Kenny, decided to honor his father by selling his we- his uh, whiskey legally. And they use uh, water from the uh, Konica Ridge Springs in Alabama. That's, That's the, the best water you can find in Alabama. Mm-hmm. That is what they say. Real quality stuff down there. <laughs> and uh, in 2004, the Alabama legislature named it the uh, uh, the state spirit of Alabama. Uh, Alabama whiskey? The, uh, the Clyde Mays, like the Konica wow. uh, Ridge Alabama Fine Whiskey, which is... The, if you look at the labels on the bottles here, um, on the it's got that on the top there. That's the uh, the, the parent company basically of Clyde Mays. So they're Konica. that is the the state whiskey of or state spirit rather of Alabama, which is the first time I think that happened. Hey, which is pretty cool. Good job, Clyde. That's pretty early. Yeah. Kudos to the Alabama legislature. Yeah. And there's some uh, if you go to their website, there's some stuff about and I read some articles too, just some stuff about like the guy who took over as president eventually and really bolstered the brand in the 2000s. But uh, they they seem to have really um, caught fire in the last 10 years. And Not just in Alabama, it seems like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it like, seems I mean, like it caught like on a couple other places. Like I said, like I, I tried it two years ago-ish in uh, at the World of Whiskeys event in Chicago. Sure. So like it's, it gets around. It's we have, around, yeah. Distribution-wise, I was going to say, it's probably national, right? It's not just... Yeah, oh yeah. No, it's on the shelves here in Chicago. Yeah. I just saw it recently at a local liquor store. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we have in front of us uh, three expressions to try, um, which we're really excited to talk about. But first, just take a quick break. And we're back. The first of our three expressions we've got is the original Alabama-style whiskey. Alabama-style whiskey. Mm-hmm. I guess this is the one that defined what Alabama-style whiskey is? Uh, something like that, Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. uh, it's aged four years in oak barrels. There is a hint of apple flavor. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't stop with the flavors. <laughs> no, well, this is no. They add, no. This is like they add it to it. Okay. So oh. this is not like a tasting note. This is that's okay. why they call it whiskey. It's there's, there's literally originally Clyde uh, when he was doing his moonshine aged it Alabama style. Aged his moonshine in vats with baked apples on the bottom of the the vats to give it some um, apple influence or almost like an infusion. Yeah. Of apple. Um, yeah, that's not a taste. No, there's just like some apple in here. They're like straight up. Is, if you don't taste apple, you might have COVID. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why this isn't a bourbon because there's yeah. some apple involved. Although there seems to be some discrepancy if you can be a bourbon with having apple in it based on one of our previous episodes. But <laughs> I was not a part of that episode, was I? I don't remember. Well, all I can say is there's a federal regulation on that. Is you can't it, add anything that? to it and call it bourbon. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Anyway, we got it's, this in front of us. What's everybody's first impression on this? It smells like apple. I know, like after sa- after hearing apple, all I can think of is apple. So like, I don't know how I could possibly choose something else. It smells like apple peels. Apple peels? Yeah. Like, Do apple peels smell different from apples? Yeah. It's like, you know, if you dry it out a little bit, like a dried apple peel. So it's just a little less intense in your mind? No, it's right? different. It, it is a different smell. Just like, you know, you leave eggs out and they smell different from when you... <laughs> Got a little caramel there on the nose, too. What do you it tastes think, like John? tea. It tastes like Earl Grey tea almost. Now, if you were to have Earl Grey tea, how would you have it? With Clyde Mace? 
Okay. <laughs> We're looking for That's a fantastic answer. Looking for tea, Earl Grey, hot. Oh, hot, hot, hot. Just like John, John LeBucard would. Mm. Well, a little deep cut Star Trek for you. Um, that's pretty good, honestly. Um, How old is this? Four years. And it's uh, 90, or it's 85 proof. Yeah. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. It's got a little, um, I don't know if it's spice or pepperiness on the end. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not bad. That's kind of where I pick up that. That's what I guess mm-hmm. I was thinking about is like that tea. Mm-hmm. I did but, get a little of that apple, for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, no. Yeah, I, t- I smelled the apple more than I tasted it. I, I think say. that was probably, like, whoever put the apple on there, old Clyde, he knew what he was doing. He, <laughs> he knew that that's really, you can sell a four-year-old whiskey with apple on it better than you can four-year-old whiskey without apple. Sure. But I'd say this is, um, I agree with you, Jenny. It's it's better than I had expected, hearing that it was four years. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. And also, like, let's be quite honest. Let's say, you know, Alabama isn't known for its whiskey, or at least no, and here like, in Chicago. Think about it. Like, like, the three of us have tried some whiskeys from other states that we've been adventurous on that have not gone very well. So, like. We won't name states North Carolina. We will not. <laughs> <laughs> But it took us a, a long time to get rid of that whiskey. <laughs> and with a group of people that will are pretty non-discerning. Pretty op- yeah, open to mostly anything. So, yeah, no, this is this is much better than that. <laughs> Sorry, North Carolina, but not really. Right. Well, we haven't named the distillery anyway, so. I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> so next up, we've got their straight bourbon whiskey from Clyde Mays. Now, this is aged four to five years in new 53-gallon oak barrels. Which is, uh, I mean, New. for people that don't know, that's the standard bourbon barrel size versus like the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. So and why do we specify new? Because to be a bourbon, it's got to be a new American oak. Okay. Um, I probably knew that. I, w- I would guess their original Alabama style is aged in the used ones, probably from their bourbon. I am going to stand by my previous assertion that federal regulations allow it to be non-American oak, but that's it. Man. You and your... Buzz Killington over there. I'm just telling you. I'm just trying... <laughs> Look, Mr. Lawyer gotta, over there. Somebody's got to quality control the... Mm-hmm. We got a fact check. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, anyway. Moving on. It's a bourbon. <laughs> it's a bourbon. Uh, aged four to five years in regular-sized oak barrels. Uh, non-chill filtered. 92 proof. What do you get on the nose, John? It's sweet. It's kind of desserty. Sweet. It's kind of like a vanilla frosting. Yeah, there's definitely some some sweetness on the palate. Vanilla there. frosting is a very good description. I feel like it's funny to me because I usually feel like I I pick ingredients out, and John figures out like what the meal is that goes like like I remember one time my note was green bean and he was like no this is green bean casserole like he figured out <laughs> he figures out like like a whole like dish. I don't eat green beans that often, but <laughs> big fan of green bean casserole. No, but I like that you went from vanilla to vanilla frosting. That's just such a John thing, but <laughs> I'll, I'll move on from that. Yeah, but I get to get some, some sweetness. The, on the official tasting note here, um, they've got barrel spice, fruit, and oiled leather. I'm sorry, is it called barrel spice? That's what they say on the website, barrel spice. I'm not sure what that means. Fruit mm-hmm. and oiled leather. I hope this doesn't taste like leather. Yeah, I mean, I guess I maybe get a hint of that, like... I'm not going to lie, I get all of those things, and I don't love it. 
<laughs> I, I thought actually this was good. And I was going to ask, what's the proof on that? Is that 85? 92. 92. 92 proof, yeah. Try again and see if I can make it feel better. Mm. It's it's fine. Uh, I liked the first one better, I think. I definitely I get a hint of that spice. I don't really, can't really place what kind of spice, though. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, it, it tastes kind of like a standard batch. Um, I mean, I would hope somewhere in the like $20 range bottle. I think it's a little more than that. Mix it with... Because oh. yeah. that's... I liked that one much better. Great point. Uh, let me take a quick look. We're doing it live. Uh, a little bit less. thirty one ninety nine. <laughs> so far, but we still have the ride to try, right? We, we do. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. It's my husband. You're welcome, world. Clever and handsome. Mm-hmm. I'll take that as a compliment because we look like each other, Parker and I. <laughs> Basically looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say, uh, John is wearing a very festive sweater. Happy uh, post-Christmas Old Forester Old sweater. Old Forester New Year yep. sweater. <laughs> I meant to wear this yeah. for our beer, uh, our Christmas beer episode. It would have been, yeah, it would have been great, but it's great now too, so. It's the sweater that keeps on giving. We should have a, we should have, uh, when it's the summer, we should do a Christmas sweater, like Christmas in July episode. Do our, do I have to wear a sweater? Well, that's why I like our tropical drink episode in the middle of the um, yeah. <laughs> Third, we've got the Clyde Mays straight rye whiskey. Straight rye. Mm-hmm. All right. This is aged for a, a minimum of four years. Okay. It's 94 proof. 94. And uh, the Clyde Mays website claims that this makes the perfect Manhattan. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is quite the claim. I like me a, a nice Manhattan. We had some of those Ooh. last week. You can Immediately you can smell it. It smells like a rye. Rye. Mm-hmm. Rye on the nose for sure. But what is that? Oh, man. Spearmint. Like there's, there's a lot going on in the nose there. It's not. A, yeah, it's kind of like mint, but it's it's not totally just mint. I don't know. What is that? I've sniffed it too much. <laughs> well, the official nose is uh, floral, honeysuckle, apricot, oil, leather, anise, vanilla wafer. Oh my God, those are all things that John likes to say. I know, but um, <laughs> I don't think I don't really get any anise on it. But maybe a maybe it's apricot. Yeah, I, I got an apricot little, taste. This, I could I could see some apricot on the nose for sure, along with the mint. I got an apricot finish. The, for it surprises sure. me they didn't mention mint in there. I mean, I get a little mint on the palate. Oh, me too. Actually, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, not uncommon in rye. No. I'm, I'm all about that apricot on the palate. I'm standing by that. I think uh, you're on something there. Maybe there's something else. What else is there? Maybe like a light, um, like, a, like maybe like a light orange flavor. I could see a little bit of citrus on there. But I'm kind of, now that I'm Jenny getting, said nutmeg, I'm kind of like, maybe it is nutmeg. Nutmeg or like something like that. I do love nutmeg. I know you do. <laughs> Especially on a painkiller. Now, do you think this rye would make the perfect Manhattan? I think it would be good in a Manhattan. I think the mix of this and the sweet vermouth would be nice. Like, I think mm. you wouldn't want just any rye to be in a Manhattan, but I think that this one would work nicely. Yeah, I think that the proof on this would stop me from using it in a Manhattan. Meaning too high or too low? It's I think too low. 94 proof is too low for 94 a Manhattan? 94 proof? I like a 100 
around about 100 probably. Yeah. Like just put more of it in it. Yeah, you know what? You're right though because Manhattan is so spirit forward. Like I'm thinking about like if you're mixing an old fashioned or something like that. No, I feel like this is perfect. Like I think 94 is a great number for a Manhattan. Jenny, you do have a little more ethos than I do on that. So I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you can have a bottle list for the low, low price of 36.99 right now. Take my money. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that price for this. Yeah. Well also four years, uh, I meant to say this earlier is a really, I mean, that's a much older rye. Like yeah. at three years, rye gets really, really good. So mm-hmm. four is great. That's a good point. Like, it sounds like they're they're doing the work on the rye here. Well, and I, I feel like, again, like with kind of the... I feel like there's a wide variety of different flavors going on with this rye, which makes it better for cocktails. Because when you're mixing something, especially just like when you're just mixing sweet vermouth with it and some bitters, like those flavors are still going to shine through. That's a good point because if you have like a, a mint only rye, like the MGP rye, uh, and even we love new riff, but I mean, it's got a lot of mint in it cause Careful. it's 95, five. And so I kind of wonder, have you done, uh, I mean, th- I think this would be a really good Manhattan. You're right. Yeah. I think, I think it makes sense to definitely give that a try. All right. I mean, it was their idea, but I agree. No, this I does- agree with their idea. This does make me wonder, though, the rye, where do they source it from? Because they're not growing rye in Alabama. Yeah. Do you they know, say? That's a, it doesn't say, actually. I couldn't find stuff in the mash bills either. Um, a lot of places, you know, I think that's the thing, is that more and more small distillers like this, if they want to stand out, they really need to um, value transparency and tell consumers what's in it, because that's what bourbon drinkers want. And I don't think... Unless you're in Alabama, yeah. most people are going to pick a bottle of Clyde Mays in Chicago unless they're really into whiskey. So I, I think that that's kind of, I would urge the brand to, to do that, to put, what's your mash bill? Where do you get it? Where are you getting your ingredients from? All the smaller distillers are doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I mean, and I mean, that's one of the but, things that we like to explore when we're going to all of these um, smaller distilleries too, is like you go and you get to talk to the master distiller because that's the person who's there because that's how small the operation is and they just tell you everything. So Now that said, if if anybody from Clyde May wants to chat with us, I mean... Yeah, reach out. I mean, we got to remember too though, this was founded on like a moonshiner. Yeah, sure. I don't think he was giving out, you know, ingredient labels on the bottles here. Like I think... He did have nutrition facts though. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of mystery involved with it. That's a good so, point. That's a really good point. I kind of appreciate that. Not not everybody's going to give you, hey, it's this mash bill, and we get the rye from this farm here. And then, because I mean, if you want to be unique, I don't want anybody to copy me. Maybe I won't tell them exactly how I do it. That does make me wonder, though, if Clyde May got into a fight with George Remus, <laughs> who would win? Well, I mean, George Remus, I mean, known murderer. <laughs> well, he hired somebody to kill his wife, right? I don't remember exactly. But I think, but... I mean, Clyde May fought. In war, he did. He did. He he got a purple heart and a bronze star. So, or I thought it was was it bronze or silver? I mean, it was a silver star. I uh, let me look again. All I know is that George Remus may not have fought in a war. It was a bronze star. It was bronze. Okay. Well, so that means maybe George Remus. Uh, I'm know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, hard to say. Hard to say. Leave that for a celebrity bourbon mashup. But, but what was your what was your favorite of the three? You know, I, I would say the rye is probably the favorite, but that's probably uh, not surprising. I, I would say that the one I was the most surprised about liking was the Alabama whiskey. 
Yeah, I think, Jenny, I'm going to start with you. I mean, I totally agree. I think the rye is probably my favorite, but I had low expectations about the Alabama whiskey, and that was uh, very good. I would probably say the Alabama whiskey was my favorite. Yeah? Uh, the, rye, the rye was better than I thought it was going to be. And, sure. And definitely for the four years, that's just very solid. Uh, but the, yeah, the Alabama was, again, also a little better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, pretty cool. Kind of unique, which I love in a whiskey. Yeah. I do appreciate that a state like picks up, they, you know, they have a whiskey. Not every state has a whiskey of its own, so that's kind of cool. Not yet. <laughs> I can't. I mean, Florida might have a whiskey, but certainly isn't. Are you going to trust about. it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they grow sugarcane in Florida. They should have a rum. That's true. As their state spirit, in my opinion. But uh, cool. Well, I feel like this was a, a good examination of. Like, I would assume the most prominent Alabama whiskey that there is yeah and maybe it's a good foretelling of how the alabama football team will play today or whenever you listen to this yeah yeah right um we'll we'll see what happens and if it's already happened it i can't believe it happened like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) wow that rye player (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well thanks so much uh we do have uh a mailbag question today from one of the listeners here let me open up that envelope It it was in the email, John. Uh, Matt from Indianapolis asks, what's the most unique bottle you found last year? Cool. Let's let's go around the table with it. Uh, John, what's the most unique bottle that you found last year? Way to to sucker punch me, Matt. Um, Let's see. It's not like I have it right in front of me here, but uh, I'll have to think about this for a second. I'm probably going to have to say... And this is kind of a shameless promotion, but the Windy City Sippers and GNS pick of Elijah Craig, it's the um, pretty, 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 pretty good sipping whiskey. It's a 10-year-old. <laughs> and um, that one um, we picked in February. Uh, the Windy City Sippers is a whiskey group or a spirits group that Parker and Jenny and I belong to here in Chicago. And um, uh, the group picked that in February of this year and the bottles came in maybe a couple months ago and mm-hmm. everybody I've had try it was just, they just loved it. So that's got to be the most unique. I think that it did a really good job. It, it tastes every bit of the 10 years that you would expect. It is a wonderful bottle. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, Jenny, what was your most unique bottle from last year? I don't think this is going to be too much a surprise of a surprise to anybody, but I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Distilling Hot Sauce Barrel Bourbon. Oh, man. Um, for those of you who haven't listened to our Cincinnati Distilling episode, please do. We were able to actually visit on site with them. And uh, we traded a bottle of Malort for the bottle of the Hot Sauce Barrel Bourbon. Um, and it is definitely unlike anything else I've ever tasted, but it's still very good. Yeah, it was. She's been talking about that ever since. Loves that hot sauce bourbon. By the way, if you ever purchase it, definitely um, you should drink it while you're eating buffalo wings. Didn't you do that recently? I sure did. It kind of happened by accident, and um, I'm not upset about it. What uh, What was the hot sauce on those wings, real quick? Uh, buffalo. I don't know. I was at a I was at a dive bar that was serving me wings. <laughs> all right, all right. Buffalo style wings. Let's talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I think I'm going to go uh, the Pinot Noir finished Kohana rum Ooh. that we got from our favorite Hawaiian distillery. As you all know. Over, over on Oahu. Another great episode of the Kohana. 
But uh, yeah, re- what a killer bottle. Oh my God, so good. Uh, really liked it. It's, it's cask strength, right? I, I believe. I believe so. Cask and, strength aged in Pinot Noir and, and also won me two different rounds of our spirits competition. But he's counting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, at some point this episode, we should talk about the prized bottle that you Oh won. yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we grab the... it off the table there, John? Sure. So yes, John did make good on our wager. And a man of his word was kind enough to give me a a bottle in commemoration of my great victory. Because that was the wager, right? It was a bottle of the winner's choice, mm-hmm. something they would expect the loser, or excuse me, the loser's choice that they would think that the winner would like. Yes, yes. Or so, and did not have. Yeah, and didn't have. Yes. So uh, John got me a bottle of uh, Grandeur Panama Rum, um, eleven years old, uh, single barrel in toasted oak. Uh, really good. What's 127 that? proof. You don't see that often. Woo! Yeah, that is. Um, and it was also a uh, a Florida Rum Society pick, which they do some good stuff from what I've seen. And it's from a great liquor store in Wakaiva, Five Star Liquor. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they spent 10 years in bourbon barrels and then one year in toasted oak. Um, it has got a beautiful sweetness to it. Uh, we might have to include this on an upcoming rum episode. Mm. Just to go more detailed on it, but yeah, thank you very much, John. Congratulations! Uh, thank you very much, and uh, and thank you, our listeners. Uh, please send us uh, more mailbag questions. Chai Spirits Guy, Chai Spirits Guys at Gmail dot com, mm-hmm. or uh, add us at on Instagram at at Chai Spirits Guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next time here at Chai Spirits Guys. Cheers. <laughs>